0: What's up, everybody? This is Mike, the Developing Dad, coming to you with another reflection on the Proverbs. It is June 1st, 2020, and we're going to be in Proverbs 1, verse 10. And it reads, My son, if sinners entice you, do not consent. All right. So I believe that the purpose of this proverb is very clear. Solomon is warning his son, informing and warning his son of the tactics and the outcome of sinners. All right. So, let's talk a little bit about this. We're going to define some terms. We're going to ask, ask some good questions. What is a sinner? Simply put, a sinner is one who practices lawlessness, right? Sin is lawlessness. Sin is also a person who knows what to do and does not do it, as James tells us, right? Okay, so, who, and, and anything that does not come from faith is sin. Anybody that does anything, you transgress the law of God or you do not do what God has said, Okay that's what a sinner is, right? All right, so you're transgressing or you're not following. One of the two things, right? Okay. Uh, sins of omission and commission. Y'all know that, right? Some of y'all like some of y'all been in churches that have talked about it like that. All right, that's a sinner. All right, but how can they entice us? And I believe the text is very clear. Solomon explain expands on this idea in the in the following 8 uh, to 9 verses. All right, so what does he say? How can they entice you? Well, here it is. If they say in verse 11, if they say come with us, let us lie and wait for blood let us ambush, ambush the innocent without reason. Like Sheol, let us swallow them alive and whole like those who go down to the pit. We shall find all precious goods. We shall fill our houses with plunder. Throw in your lot among us. We will all have one purse. Okay, so that's how they entice you. They offer you things that sound good. Precious goods, right? House, A house full of plunder, They know what what men want because they desire the same things. These are the things that can entice you. But we're called to not consent. And the scriptures give us, in verse 15, the, the antidote, right? He says, my son, do not walk in the way with them. Hold back your foot from their paths. If they're going east, you go west. If they're going north, you go south. Don't go the same path that they're going. Walk away. Flee from sin, right? That's what the Bible tells us to do. Flee. Go the other way. Pursue righteousness. If you're walking the path of righteousness, you will not walk the same path that they're walking, okay? Their way is wicked. But why? What is their end? Why should we not go for easy gain? Why should we not follow after these types of things? Well, because the Bible tells us we know their end, right? Their end is sure. Verse 16 of Proverbs 1, for their feet run to evil and they make haste to shed blood. For in vain is a net spread in the sight of any bird, right? Right? even birds recognize when they when a trap's being laid out for them but listen about, what does it say about the the bible say about these men but these men lie in wait for their own blood they set an ambush for their own lives such are the ways of everyone who is greedy for unjust gain it takes away the life of its possessors think about this if you had like a bear trap if a man set a bear trap for himself and then stepped in it like purposefully i'm going to open this bear trap and i'm going to set my foot in it right that's foolishness right but this is exactly what's happening to the one who follows after these types of pursuits. They're setting an ambush for their own lives. They're on the way to shield. They're like, I mean, birds are smarter than they are. You can set a trap in the sight of a bird and the bird's not going to, you know, like, no, man, come on. For real? They're like, no, yeah, let's set the trap and then let's go into the trap, right? Set the cage up, go into the cage. Set the bear trap up, go in, like, let like, let it chop my leg off come on now that's what that's what Solomon's saying how foolish can you be to follow after these types of things all right and the New Testament is not uh, silent on this as well like the uh, the Apostle John picks up in first Timothy 1st uh, John two fifteen. he says do not love the world or the things in the world if anyone loves the world the love of the father is not in him don't love that don't love that wicked stuff and these are the things right for all that is in the world the desires of the flesh right? That's that physical, those physical desires, that's the sins of gluttony, the sins of drunkenness, the sins of sexual immorality, right? And the desires of the eyes, right? Money. Oh, I want the money. I want all of this stuff, right? I want a house full of plunder and the pride of life boasting, right? Boasting of oneself is not from the father, but it's from the world and the world is passing away along with its desires. But whoever does the will of God abides forever. All of those wicked things are passing away. These are the things that we can be enticed by, though. The desires of the flesh, the desires of the eyes, and pride of life. And Solomon talks about all of that stuff in the Proverbs. These are the things we need to avoid, right? And sinners will entice us with these things, okay? And then also, let's continue. Like, we've got the converse. Let's also make sure we cover the converse, right? We don't want to leave you without a witness to that. Bless is the man, Psalm 1-1, who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, don't follow that path, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. If you just go away from that stuff, right? And we know that the rest of it says his delight is in the law of the Lord, but that's, that's if you're moving away from the wicked, you're, you're moving towards righteousness, right? That you can only be going one way or the other, right? But you'll be blessed if you do not walk their paths, do not stand in their way, don't sit with them, okay? That's how you do, you, you flee, do not consent, okay? And then again, what are some implications of this right so we've got to realize that bad company corrupts good morals first corinthians 15 do not be, be deceived bad company ruins good morals if you think that you're going to be around the the, the wrong crowd and you're just gonna you're gonna be the one that makes everyone you know uh, better because of your presence no that's not what it's saying here the scripture is saying if you're running with a bad crowd you're gonna be doing the same things that they're doing your morals will be ruined. That's one of the reasons why we, as a church, need to stay together. We need to be unified. We need to uh, hold one another accountable. We need to gather because apart, we're left to the devices of the world. the, the world system is always pressing in on us. Right? It starts with the, it starts in the home. We're supposed to branch out into the to the um, with other believers, the neighborhood, just. Uh, spreading the knowledge of God everywhere. But if we're just left isolated to ourselves with other bad company, what's going to happen? Our morals will be ruined. That's what the scriptures are teaching here, right? And so what does that mean for us, right? And there's a lot of implications for that in our world today. Uh, Those who are pursuing justice, those are pursuing certain things, they're yoking themselves with people who are not godly. Well, the scriptures tell us we should not be doing that. Some are, Some are trying to keep it within the walls of the church, but we cannot yoke ourselves with people who hate God's law. 2 Corinthians 6.14 Do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers, for what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness? Or what fellowship has light with darkness? What accord has Christ with Belial? Or what portion does a believer share with an unbeliever? How can we pursue the same? How can we be pursuing justice with those who do not understand justice according to the biblical standard? It's impossible, right? It's impossible. Again, that's why I find it folly that we're yoking ourselves to either the Democrat or the Republican Party because these people are not interested in righteousness. Some may, They may give lip service to it, but their deeds are wicked. They're evil. It's our job to hold their feet to the fire, to pro- be a prophetic witness, to call them out on this wickedness, to not yoke ourselves with them in alliances. No. The word of God tells us clearly that this is not godly it's not godly it's time for us to to uh as a church come together and understand this right call yourself a progressive calling yourself a conservative none of that stuff matters in the end none of it matters are we following the law of god are we calling men to, to enact good law or are we pledging allegiance to different political parties for whatever reason none of these political parties will say Jesus Kurias. Right? Like that Jesus is Lord. They're not gonna say it. They may give lip service to it in some weird way, but they're not gonna say it. They're not gonna say it. They're not gonna say that Jesus is Lord. They're not gonna bow the knee to him. Okay? They're gonna pander. They're gonna get they're gonna pander for your votes. While they're killing, murdering, stealing, uh, yeah, deceiving I mean, it's just, if it's not obvious come on man like it's, it's obvious like I'm not even going to get fired up it's just I want to talk to you like straight up this is wickedness wickedness from the at the highest levels it's time for us to not be not be unequally yoked with these people anymore come out from it come out from it follow Jesus advocate for the law of God in every sphere of life call out hypocrisy when you see it we're living in perilous times it's time for us as a church to gird up our loins. Man up. Men, man up. Let's go out there, preach the gospel. Let's call people to repentance. Let's call let's call local, state, and federal government to repentance, to follow the Lord, to kiss the Son. Follow the Lord, follow the law, kiss the Son, lest you perish in the way. All right? I pray that this blesses you today. Today, I pray that we can keep our feet from the path of sinners in all areas of life. Their ways are enticing, yes but we must not consent. All right. Do not forget to like, comment, subscribe and share. And I'll see you all on the next one. All right. Grace and peace.